up because we're we're here. <laughs> Late L Kid at one yo sir. Look, we we're gonna have a good time. All right. Breaking it down. Give me a street geek and nerd soul, because we're gonna have some fun. That's right. We're not by ourselves. But we are here to talk about rings of power. Rings of power, y'all. You know, everybody rigid. Rings of power. It's here. Everybody's happy. Nobody's displeased. No matter, no matter what you've seen on YouTube, everybody's excited. And with that said, we're not by ourselves. Down in the bottom square, Jay Shearer, what's up? Hey, it's good to be here. Back talking about Rings of Power. Uh, I think yeah. it'll be a really interesting conversation because not only is it the end of the season, but there's so many things left completely unsettled that we can talk about. So, Oh, yeah. Like yes. It. Yes. And right over here, that's right. You know him. You love him. Solar Gray. I am good. <laughs> I am good. Uh, how you guys doing out there, guys? Uh, coming at you from the Wizard's Tower, I am Solar T. Gray. And yes, <laughs> I am good and tired. I'm so tired. But we cool, are here. Cool. And yeah, y'all know how I love showing up for these season finales. <laughs> Yes. So <laughs> I'll I'll go in and throw it to uh Jay. We got the whole show. The, yeah. the, I mean the the whole season. It's all here. Uh after the final frame, what are your what are your initial thoughts of the show? Um I get I would give this episode in particular probably like an eight and a half. I did like this episode, this this finale. Overall, I give the show maybe a seven, seven and a half. I think it has room to grow. It's not um it's similar to, uh, I had to compare it in my mind to The Witcher. And I had not read mm -hmm. The Witcher books, right? I just watched the series on Netflix. I hadn't even played the games. Mm -hmm. I just watched the series on Netflix. First season, I'm like, you know what? I just really like fantasy stuff. So, like, I'm here for it. But it's a convoluted first season. Like, <laughs> it's, it's all over the place. Um, and then season two came out, and I'm like, this is legit a great show. Like, I really like this show. Season two is cool. So, um, I think I think I'm giving Rings of Power a yeah I'm still in I'm I'm gonna watch next season, but it's not like a resounding success like I would say Andor is or even House of the Dragon right like those are like okay this is legit this one's like okay it's gonna grow on me but I like it okay okay uh Solar uh well true truth be told I would definitely give this one a three of a kind um hard fought hand. A hard fought hand. Um, <laughs> I, as y'all know, I've been in the camp that this show is being unfairly maligned throughout the entire season. Um, not to say that it was perfect, not to say that it was great, okay? But um, I've seen worse. I've put up with worse. <laughs> you know, I've put up You've with seen a worse whole this lot year. Worse. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Hell, we've covered worse on this show. <laughs> Oh, yes. oh, sorry, sorry. I'm just um, <clears throat> I know, like I, I I've been breathing in a lot of um resin fumes, um, and yeah, um, hard fought, hard hard fought hand, but it's a solid three of a kind, you know. And I'll even go three face cards on that, you know. Um, mm. you know, I mean, it it ain't gonna win every hand. It ain't gonna be the climax of a gambling movie, but. It is very much like, wow, all right, I made it through. And truth be told, this last episode was that river card, man. Mm. <laughs> this season finale was that river, I, I got to say. Um, but I know we're going to be getting into it. So that that yeah. is where I say. 
It, it um, is. The... Actually, it, oh, it, yeah, it reminds me of what I tell people when I tell them to read the books of Game of Thrones. Mm. With, I know, I know, just hold on to page 172, okay? Just hold on, because in the edition that I have in the soft cover, that's when the boy gets pushed out of the building <laughs> at page 172. <laughs> Um, oh, so it's like, yeah, I, oh, oh, look, plumbing, oh, heating, oh, flags, uh, 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 wait, what? <laughs> I know, hold up, hold up, and, and, and that, that's, that's where, that, that's where it is. This is, yeah, very much that. <laughs> All right, so for, for me, I actually ended up, it's weird. I like the finale, I think the finale is solid, but I didn't get what I wanted. Mm. Okay. I didn't get what I wanted. So, all in all, I like the finale. I like that the story of the um of the the Harfeet is kind of over and we don't really have to deal with them anymore. I mean, you have Nori, but Nori is going she has her own thing and the Harfeet they're going and going to go to their next, I don't know, next encampment or whatever. And they'll be all right. <laughs> so, I I kind of like this done um and I like the acting moments that we get throughout this so it's weird i didn't get what i thought we were gonna get mm -hmm. or what i wanted but i'm also not mad at this finale i'm like you know what this finale i think it's because uh, and we can get into it after this because i think this finale does a great job of kind of setting up the next season but is that what a finale should do? Should a finale cap this season or should a finale set up the next season? And that's what I've been driven between because this, this season does a good job of like, ooh, y'all wait until next year. <laughs> but I was like, I can't see the ball I mean, he just woke up. <laughs> and he didn't wake up. He wasn't like, <laughs> what time is it? 10? I think I might lay down a little bit. No, he was like, rah, I'm awake. Yeah. And it's Who's so throwing crap on my lawn? <laughs> so, I told y'all not to walk on the freaking grass. <laughs> so I kind of wanted to see that and maybe at least that begin. But getting, I did get to see a lot of Saran. <laughs> I was waiting to say that. They, why do they say so? Maybe he wouldn't be so mad if y'all didn't say his name or just be like, hey man, it's Sauron over there. And then be like, cool, yeah. Sauron. It's like you gotta say it all with Look. all like your throatness in it. It's but yes. <laughs> but we yes, we, we did evil. uncover we uncovered the we uncovered the Sauron plot and the Istar, which I I'm I can, I'm glad you're here because Oh, I was I like, oh, <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. He's he's Sauron. And then he got up, he like, don't you be messing with my people. And then now we found out he is. So we got we got some 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 things uncovered. We mm -hmm. previewed for the sort of preview for the next season. And we even got, you know, we got some good acting moments, some some you know, fan stuff. So I'm not mad. It's just not like what I wanted. <laughs> okay. So you know, I was expecting a little more fighting and Aaron Deer. Aaron Deer was nowhere to be found. All right. Nowhere to be found. All right. They to be in the first episode of season two. They ain't but two brothers in the show. We lost one today. 
right? We, <laughs> lo- we lost one. So the, and the other one ain't even there? Come on, man. But I guess you could also say we didn't see Mayor Lady either. And we didn't see Theo. But I mean, look, hey, look, they're not cool fighting elves. All right? <laughs> so they don't count. <laughs> so I wish um, you cut Bronwyn some slack, man. She's a great character. <laughs> I mean, she is, but I mean, I, I want to see like some fighting stuff. Not she, I mean, when I want to hear like a resounding speech to get everyone ready, you know, who wants to go home and who wants to go with me? Or like, this is our Independence Day. Or like, you know, <laughs> so, so something like that, then yes, bring her in. But I, I just want to see him fight like that big old orc. When he turned around, he was like, oh, oh, this is going to be a little tougher than I thought. Like, I want to see that. I want to see, you know, blood flying all over the place. It's mm. orcs, man. All right? It's danger. All right? We don't have time for sad goodbyes. We don't have time for that. We got to fight. We got to put Mount Doom, put a cap on it, all right, and clear the air, and, and then, you know, fix some stuff. Even though technically we know it doesn't get fixed, like, forever. Because I don't even think, even, I haven't watched just the third Just 2,000 years. Movie, but Yeah, j- just a couple of thousand years. Yeah, That's just a couple all. thousand years. No big deal. So, <laughs> so I'll throw it to Jay. Uh, Jay, uh, what's one of your, I guess, favorite moments of this episode? Oh, I just, I mean, the, the battle of the the three, I don't know what they're called, the mystics or something like that. The three, mm-hmm. the three ladies, the, yeah. the sorceresses. That battle um, where... I mean, we're basically saying it's Gandalf at this point, right? Like, yes, yeah. yeah. So um, the the point where they fight him, I thought was fantastic. Um, it was obvious use of the budget, right? Like, oh, this is what the budget <laughs> like, was used for. Like, it was cool. Um, you know I what? Think- I don't need that DeLorean. Let's do a wizard fight. Come on, we got the we got <laughs> exactly. the money. <laughs> exactly. So I thought that worked really, really well. Um, some of the Galadriel stuff I thought was fine i do think she's improving as a character because now now she's being humbled a little bit she's watching out for things a little bit better so i I do like her character development there but um but yeah for me it was mostly just the 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 revelations i thought the revelations were done pretty well right like um they kept hinting at him hinting at him and like now we're just gonna tell you this is what it is and this is how it goes um yeah that's probably my favorite part okay okay you so so, one, I got to give it up to the uh, the actors in this episode. Even Galadriel brought their A game. Uh, you could almost you could almost hear the director saying, look, if y'all don't nail this, we don't get a second season. And every acting job is a temp job. Remember? So everybody came out like, yeah, I'm the Jesus figure. What's up? I can speak English now because, you know. <laughs> I'm good with the snails, so yeah, uh, yeah, that, that that's a thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be saying things that are nice and tender. And you got Elrond and um, Kella Brembor, who did not get enough screen time, mm-hmm. um, sitting up. Um, you know, I I I wanted to give it up last week to Gilgalad, where it was like, nah, man, too little, too late. We gotta go. You know, I want to back you and I want to trust you, but I'm king. And you're asking me to gamble our species on your hunch. Um, I think I've got a couple of favorite moments in this episode. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was feeling some manly tears. Uh I was feeling some manly tears in this episode, specifically because of the Harfoots. Mm. 
Hmm. You know, um, now don't get me wrong. I don't like that they killed the old black man, but it's fantasy. So every mentor character is going to die eventually. That's just what happens. Um, I do like the fact that he went out like an old black man should. Just like, nah, I'm done. I I'm going to go see my wife, like Elizabeth. I'm, I I'm coming. So just let me sit here, watch the sunrise. And no, 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 you can't. I'll be okay. I'm finally getting a rest, y'all. <laughs> I've been tired of y'all for a while. <laughs> now I'm out. Um, but that wasn't my teary moment. My teary moment came when Nori actually left. And that last hug sequence with her best friend. I'm like, all right, guys, just stop it now. Just stop. fine. <laughs> But I know you called in Pixar writers. I know it. That's fine. Right? I'm surprised that worked on you. I'm surprised. Huh? I'm surprised that worked um, on you. Yeah. Because me, I was like, I was like, uh, how much time we got left? Like, going to say bye. You done said bye to everybody. Like, let's well, get out of here. Because I thought there was person... a possibility to still see Aaron Deer by the end of this. Yeah. <laughs> see, you were sitting on like, the Aaron Deer train, so nothing going to work on you. But, you know, they set her up to be Sam, and now we have what happens if Sam didn't go, you know, mm -hmm. and it was that same moment of like, I can't carry it for you, but I can carry you, you know, uh, it was one of those moments. And that was like, you could see the friendship between the two actresses. It was so hard. So that that was good. Um, it's funny, as much as a as much as a ringer as I have been for decades, I did not recognize those three bald white women. I, I didn't. <laughs> it just came out and I'm like, ooh, love the outfits. Whoa, hey, look at that. Look at that. Hey, what's going on? Who are the? I don't You know what? I don't care. They're doing it. Oh, I don't care. Now, I was talking to a friend of mine about this uh, last week because it's all been the game. It's all been the whole game of <gasps> Sauron. No, that's Sauron. No, that's Sauron. And I'm like, he a wizard. <laughs> like Gandalf used to be called the stranger. And I said this on the show. I'm like, you know, he a wizard. You know, that, that, but Sauron and the wizards, same rank, same cosmic position, same levels of power. And, you know, not to mention, Harfoots are pretty much proto hobbits. You know, you can see it in their feet and the fact that they just like to eat and just chill. And um, I'm like, nah, dude, that, he he's a wizard, dude. Matter of fact, that's pro that's probably young Gandalf. That that's that's Gandalf Brownbeard, not <laughs> Greybeard, you know. And um it, it was good to see that I was right. Um I also liked the twist reveal, you know, the conclusion to the game. Like, oh, oh, oh that's Sauron. No, 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 that's 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 just uh that's the good. first orc. That's the, that's the first orc. No, that's Sauron. No, that's a wizard. No, that's Sauron. No, that's Bronwyn. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's Merlin. No, that's, that's Sauron. No, that's just a creepy old dude. <laughs> you know? So, and then to find out who he was, I'm like sitting up going, well played. Because um, I was always afraid um, that this show was going to make Sauron typical action movie villain. Because in the Legendarium, okay. that was Morgoth. Morgoth was really smart. And he was only afraid to fight one being. <laughs> one being. That was it. One being. One of the other is star or not a starry, uh, Valar um was specifically created to look at Morgoth saying, Don't make me get up. 
And Morgoth is like, no, I ain't. I'm leaving because I want to. I'm going to just go over here. Yeah. Um, but Sauron was a shape changer, a manipulator. He he was he was, you know, he was that dude. He was he was um like Grima Wormtongue or Sauron. Um, he was just that dude that was always tricking people, you know. He I mean, was, he, he definitely tricking. played, he definitely came off. I mean, he's he's essentially the devil. I mean, he came off yes. like, the, like I never lied to you. It's like I mean, yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna hold that, if you wanna hold that over my head, yeah. But and you admi- you omitted the truth the whole time. And right? technically, stop, he didn't stop it. Stop it's it. like you tricked me into coming here. I wanted to stay in Numenor. It's a it's a <laughs> lie by omission, though. Yes, because absolutely. They went through the whole thing of like who I am, where I'm from. And you yeah. didn't say you knew who you were. Come on now. And I but, kept uh, telling you, I don't want to go back to the South. I don't want to be that person. You, you're the one that said it's our, it's our actions and our future that define us. I was now, just trying to be a Smith. That's now, all. Uh, Jenna James said the funniest part of this finale is that Sauron was actually going to give up the evil ways until Galadriel dragged him back in. So essentially, Elrond was right in sending her away in the first episode. Then follows up, says, after all the setup, how could they show all the worst parts of a toxic relationship without a single kiss? This is not a rom-com dramedy. I was sold. <laughs> so, all but right. yeah, because honestly, he was like, cool, I'm in Numenor. I'm going to just chill, kick it out here, mind my business. I disagree. He was. No, like, I disagree. Um, or do you think I, that he was going to be like, I will find a way. To become king of Numenor. No, no. He was, he was, I could see him going, when I take over the world, these are the only threat that I got. The elves are on their back feet right now, but these Numenorean men, you know, I got to take them out. But while I'm here in Numenor, I can corrupt them. I can weaken them. I can turn them into not the threat that they are. And, okay, okay. you know, so I don't think he, he was, was just you know, on a boat. He was just chilling out on a boat. I mean, well, yeah. he was on like a, like a, he was on a raft, a raft, <laughs> yeah. a makeshift raft. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, so we didn't so get a kiss. Then we didn't get a kiss with them. And nope. I will say that moment when she looked in the, in the, in the water, you saw him. I was like, I was like, yo, honestly, I mean, I know that's evil, but that's. That's kind of a cool shot. Like um, you would it, be it was my a great, queen. Did you catch and the you quote? You would be my king. <laughs> yeah. Did you catch the quote? Uh, what quote? Not dark, but beautiful and terrible as the dawn. <laughs> Stronger uh-huh. than the foundations of the earth, which was exactly what she quoted when Frodo offered her the ring a thousand years later, and she's like, "Oh, this again." <laughs> and I uh-huh. really kind of like that. That's cool. I, I I really that's did cool. like that. Nice. See, I because, didn't know. Um, I didn't notice that one. So that's nice. Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go in and say it. I was trying to hook everybody up in this show. Lisa, Lisa was like, "You trying to?" Hook? I was like, "Okay, look with the with the man." <laughs> you the, were the, shipping the, the Numenor man and the and the queen. I was like, "Look, he ain't got nobody. You ain't got nobody. He got rusty good looks. You pretty. What what's 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 holding y'all okay. back?" So you're shocked that the moment of true friendship got me. I'm shocked <laughs> that you were shipping characters in a show you mildly tolerated. <laughs> no, I like this show. After okay. uh, four, five, and six, 
I like this okay. show. After four, okay. five, and six, I was like, I'm hooked. I'm in. But all right. I'm like, I'm like, look, y'all ain't got all day. You know what I'm saying? You got one <laughs> life to live. You got this woman beside you. You know what I'm saying? Go and take that woman now. Take her, take her <laughs> hand. Walk up them steps together. You know what I'm saying? Together as a unit. You know what I'm saying? But he's like, no, I won't do it. Shot. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, I'll go up the stairs alone. Like, like nah. And then um before Hal Brand was, you know, acting crazy, Sauron, I was like, you know what? Look. Cause when uh when they were going, uh when she was like, we rode six days with no rest, I was like, look. You only do that for somebody that's your man. Go on and go and take that man's <laughs> hand. But now I was wrong on that one. Don't take your man's hand because then y'all going to be evil. And then everybody, because imagine Sauron plus Galadriel. Nah, bro. Y'all, I honestly ain't got no chance. Because we find out later, like when I, and one of the questions I asked, I'm like, hold up. When did she get magic skills? Like, I thought she was just like really cool at fighting. Where did all this magic stuff come from when she was fighting um, the dude, the other, Sauron? I was like, where all this magic come from? I was like, maybe it was thousands of years she went to magic school and like. Wait, are you up. talking Galadriel or the Queen? Uh, Galadriel. Galadriel uh, always had magic. Actually, she she's they a stronger magician than soldier. But they don't display that. Oh, uh, they in didn't this show, show that. Okay, they yeah, don't that's display fair. that. So, from someone who's watching Lord of the Rings movies and then watching mm -hmm. this show at the same time, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Where does <laughs> magic come from? Where, and I'm like, well, I guess it's a thousand years. Maybe she went to magic school and, you know, learned that. Actually, yeah, kind of. Kind of. And her husband was a little bit better. I was actually surprised when she talked about uh, Celeborn because it's like, and he was dead. And I'm like, I don't recall that, but the lore is thick. Like, really. Th um, but, um, yeah, there, there, was, there, there was definitely... A, a lot on there and now i'm pretty sure the queen ends up with elendil anyway <laughs> um because you know i mean numenor is all cool and dandy and star-shaped and all advanced technology we know where this is going <laughs> yeah yeah and, even and they when, even uh, showed the dude know. that brought it around it was like whoa who put up a big statue while we were gone yeah yeah i mean that statue <laughs> Yo, I, I mean, okay, I know time, this is TV time. So T, they never really let you know it's been 10 days or 12 days. They don't let you know that. But I'm like, uh, I think it takes a long time to put that together. Well, <laughs> And it seems was like they just rode over there, had a fight, rode back. And where did that statue come from? Well, the ride over there took about seven or eight months. But um, okay, okay. But the biggest but still, thing that is that the means you had to get started quick. Well, that's the thing. The Numenorians are that good. It was the that island is the peak of humanity. Um, I've been looking at your other stuff, so I know you've been watching the other movies. When Elrond says <clears throat> the blood of Numenor is spent, or is all but spent, and gone are the days of the good men, like. Essentially, what we're seeing is Isildur is a screw up and he was the last good one. Mm. So everybody in that country is better than him, <laughs> you know, mm. and we see right. what his daddy can do. So his sister um, is good at her job. Everybody else in Numenor is good at their job. So the whole the whole point there is um, is not they could probably do that in about a year 
you know, okay, now, and it'll last ZSB forever because they're magic. ZSB <laughs> Lou said, to be fair, how anyone who spends any amount of time with Galadriel doesn't become a psychopath is a real question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Younger, okay, Galadriel, Galadriel she's, she's tough. She, she really is tough. And I've, in the last episode, I think there was a real missed opportunity with a fight um, while they were hiding under the, under the tree or whatever from the orcs that were looking around. They had the worst peripheral vision ever. But, <laughs> but Galadriel, she's all right. I mean, once you get past all the posturing, which I'll be honest, some people don't want to get past, and I, I look, I get it. But since we had to get past it, mm-hmm. she's not too bad. She's all right. Like when she's with Elrond, she doesn't do this stuff. Like no. even when she's with new people, she acts stupid. <laughs> well, you know, in truth, we all know people like that, where it's like when you yeah. see them around they people, it's like, that's who you are. But when we met, you were like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. And it's so, like, is your face broken? Can you not smile? <laughs> Do so, you never uh, laugh? <laughs> you know? Um. So, Jay, I want to ask you, what do you, okay, because they kind of. I was wondering what you were thinking. When it comes to Numenor, they kind of position this conflict when they get back. Because, all right, you got mm-hmm. the daughter. She's drawing the, the king. She goes to wipe the king's spit because the dude drooling. And he, he grabs her arm. But then he says, go look at the looking stone, the, the seeing yeah. orb or whatever. Um, the right? palantir, yeah. Palantir. And then you got the other guy. <clears throat> you know he, he's over there, you know what I'm saying, with mm-hmm. his hands on. So... He's up to no good. Where, where, I guess, where do you think we're going to, or what do you think we're going to come back to in Numenor? Mm. Because I don't think they're going to be too welcoming of the queen, especially, you know, returning with probably like a third of her men or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so two things then. I think that's for sure. There's going to be, there's going to be chaos in Numenor because dude with the giant, uh, the giant tapered beard and long hair. <laughs> that guy's up to no good. We know he's up to no good. He wants to take him in a certain direction. And the queen is coming back as a failure, right? So, like, he's going to be able to say something like, I told you not, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have been going in the first place, so we shouldn't have had this whole thing. We should have done it differently, so you should all listen to me now. So I think that's going to be a conflict for sure. And then when it comes to um, the guy's daughter who was doing the drawing, right, Um, which by the way, I think that they confused us a little bit because they said like, you can do his likeness, but then Mm -hmm. when they pulled back into the Harbor, like the statue was already there and it was like, wait a minute. I don't know. Like you switched that up. It was his likeness when he was young. Yeah. Not old decrepit dude. Right. But I'm just saying like the, the time frame, it was like, we're going to make something cool, but then you see what's cool. Like, and it felt like seconds Mm -hmm. later. Right. That's (laughs) why I felt weird. But anyways, um, I think that what's going to happen is, you know, Whenever, whenever the Palantir gets involved, I feel like it's kind of saying like you have a role to play in this bigger narrative, and so mm-hmm. I feel like that that the girl I don't even know her name. Do you know her name? I forgot her name. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I can't name. remember the daughter's name. Isildur's uh, sister, basically. I think she's gonna see something that shows her what her role is in this bigger, bigger mm-hmm. thing that's gonna play out. So, what does that look like? I have no idea. But Numenor is. Numenor is going to have to, I mean, and, and Solar knows this better than anybody else, but 
Numenor is going to have to rally behind Isildur, and Isildur is not going to end up like maybe temporary hero, sort of, for a while, but then he's going to go bad later. So they're going to be <laughs> some rocky times in Numenor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so how much, how much, how many spoilers do you guys want? Question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just go, uh, just go ahead. I mean, cause the show, yeah, I don't care. Okay. The show so, and the story, again, I mean, because the movies from like thousands of years are already out. We've already seen them. Yeah. And then well, like, this is, so, I mean, it's kind of so already spoiled, is, sort of. <laughs> what we're watching is the fall of Numenor. It is doomed. All right. That that's it. Sorry if y'all ain't read the books or or any of the lore, don't have an associate's degree in Tolkien. Um, Numenor is doomed. It is Atlantis. All right. It is the pinnacle of mankind. It is great. It is Babylon. Read your Bible, see what happened. Um, seriously, that that's that's really what it is. But it falls because little Mr. Hand Ringy there. <laughs> um, essentially starts cults to Sauron because oh. the Numenorians have one major fear and he has been pumping it up. He's been fear mongering the whole season. Mm. And that one fear is death itself. The why do the elves get to live forever? And we don't, mm. you know, because the cost of humanity was um, we get free will. You know, we get to choose whether or not we believe in the gods where the elves don't. They know, <laughs> um, you know, when they're like not messing with the trees it's because they know the God that created the trees. They have lunch with him or with her rather. Um, and she's the same one that created the Ents and the Huarns and, you know, the ones who tore Isengard apart in the second movie. So. They know what the cost is, but humans get to choose whether or not they believe. But the cost of that choice is a short life. Now, the Numenorians live to be about 2,000 years, but 2,000 years to an elf is more like 10 to us, <laughs> you know? So it's like, you know, we know we're going to die one day, and what's up with that? And in the lore... <laughs> He convinces the Numenorean Navy to try and hit to Valinor, um, where the elves live with the gods and be like, hey, what's up? And Iluvatar essentially says, oh, you going to do that? Like, I think it was 70 percent of the of the army went that way. 20 um, percent stayed home, but the other 10 went to Middle Earth. And that's where Elend Elendil and Isildur went and how they became the kings of uh, Gondor and Arnor. Mm. Um, you know, so that's why they were on Middle Earth and Numenor fell and all that stuff. And that's where the Rangers come from and how Aragorn came mm. to be with his line and all that. Mm. Um, so he's sitting up going, Our king is dying. Is that fair? We gonna die one day too. Is that fair? No, we get to be immortal through our works. Why not do good works? Let's build a statue. Now let's build a mm. temple to Morgoth. Now let's do some sacrifices. Now let's mm. do some stuff. Now let's go to these gods and say, what's up? We're as strong as you now. And we all saw Prometheus. So, you know, that, that that's... <laughs> You know, that that was the plan to go over there and get the heads ripped off saying we're just as big as you are. And Elu Iluvatar, uh, yeah, um, Iluvatar, the god of gods, was like, oh, you're going to be like that? I gave you this island. 
And uh, you know what? I'm done with y'all. First, I was just going to take all the doors off your hinges, you know, so you could, you know, you you don't get no privacy in your bedroom because that's my bedroom because it's my house. Well, this is my planet. <laughs> so, so yeah, you don't get your own room anymore. You got to go bunk with the elves and the and the dwarves and the and the orcs and, and make your and own the dirty way. people. Yeah, and the dirty people. So you yeah, don't like they, my rules? Sure fine, get out my house. Boy. Like they, you know, you need to find a, a good stream or something like that. Well, the I elves have invented see. soap, <laughs> and uh, they just have. It, it's one of the guarded elven secrets, like the Palantir. Um, <laughs> can we can we talk about the character growth of Galadriel? Because I was really, really, really impressed by the writing when they were talking about making uh, Quenya Ninya and the other ring. Um, and he was like, oh, yeah, but we're going to need like gold and silver of the purest thing. You know, we're going to need gold and silver from Valinor and we can't get to Valinor right now. Yeah. And, you know, that that particular scene with Galadriel sacrificing her brother's dagger. That Hashtag was growth. Like, Hashtag yeah, growth. That, yeah, that was right there. It was like that was cinematic language of her letting go. Yeah. It yeah. was like you failed, you met the dude, you sussed him out, you couldn't kill him. Now it's time to do something different. Maybe you should start using your brain instead of your fist. You're good with your fist, but your brain is better. So let go of the dagger, grieve your brother, uh, because we got real work to do. <laughs> we got like real work to do. Yeah. And then of course, with the uh the whole statement of like one corrupts, two divides, and three, mm. uh I can't remember what three did. Three balance. brings together. I don't know. Three bring yeah. yeah. Bring three balances because there's and they always zoomed somebody in on those rings like a million two. times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, look at the rings, <laughs> look at the rings, <laughs> look at them one more time. I was like, we yeah, we see it. We yeah, uh huh. They well, we it. really didn't get to see them very much in the trilogy. True, you know, true. we we got to. I mean, the fact that like I know where all the rings end up. But we only got to kind of see Galadriel's ring and mm. the fellowship. But it's a blink if you'll miss it moment when you're looking at Elrond's ring, the blue one, yeah. and Celebrimbor's ring, who, which ends up going to Kirit in the shipwright, who eventually gives it to Gandalf. And that was the flame of Arnor mm. when he's fighting oh, okay, the Balrog. Okay. You know, uh, he's wearing yes. that red ring. That's cool. You know? okay. So when so, he's like, I'm the servant of the secret fire, I fight for God, wielder of the flame of Arnor. I've got this ring of power right here, <laughs> you know? Okay, That's cool. cool. So, so, yeah, so now, thank you, for, thank you for answering that for me, because I didn't have You're question. welcome. Go ahead, Jay. Well, I've got a question for you, and then, then, I have to, then we'll ask Solar afterwards, because Solar is probably going to know the answer. But 42. Of, all the, of all the Lord of the Rings stuff that I've seen and all the stuff that I've read, I still don't understand one thing, so I'm going to ask you first, Michael, and then and then we'll get the the right, the correct answer from Solar. <laughs> My question is: Were they supposed to create the rings, or was Sauron trying to get them to create the rings to like to desire the power so that he could create the one ring that would rule all the rings? Like, is it a good thing to create rings? I I'd say probably not, but they ne mm. they needed this power to kind of like 
you know, save everybody. Well, save the elves, not everybody. They yeah, don't yeah, care yeah. about nobody else because they're selfish. But anyway, um, <laughs> selfish, elvish. elvish. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that he was like, oh. cool. This is the perfect time for me to tell them how to save themselves so I can steal it from under them as soon as they finish making it. At mm. least that's what I'm thinking. Because he's mm. like, okay, cool, they'll make the ring and then I'll catch them slipping and I'll steal it. Because yeah. the whole power over men thing, what? This, I thought we were supposed to be saving, saving uh, the, the elf land or whatever. What, yeah. what, what you need power over men for? Why is that important? So I think, I think that was his long-term play. Was like, hey, you can power a cell it, phone on a car I'll battery. <laughs> I mean, you might just need a phone call, but you know, it's there. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, how, what's your thoughts? Because I think yeah, how does it like, work? Because I've always thought just and I'll say okay. what, I, what I've always thought too. So I've always yeah. thought that they were going to have that Sauron was trying to get them to create the rings so that he could create one ring that like took almost like zapped the power of all the other rings. But I could be totally wrong. So Solar, what is it? Um, you guys are not far off at all. Okay. Like at all. Um, the thing is, mm, pardon me for just a minute. Mm. All right. Um, the thing is, Sauron taught Ringcraft to Celebrimbor. Now, Celebrimbor himself is the one that made all the rings, all 19 of them. However, it was Sauron's plan the entire time to be like, I'm going to give them this little piece of myself, which is knowledge. Mm. And then once all the powerful people are in the right spot, then I'll use a bigger piece of myself to control all the other pieces of myself. He was essentially buying off all the bosses. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, And I like the way that they showed it because, again, um, Sauron or Sauron is, uh, <laughs> is, um, well, that, that's the thing when you don't, when they're good, you say their name normal, but everything in the Lord of the Rings, when they're evil, you over enunciate. That's why you have Smaug and Grima worm tongue. And, um, again, when Gandalf first went to Saruman, he was like, I have to go see the head of my order, Saruman. He is very wise. But then as soon uh, okay. as it turned out he was evil, it was Saruman, you know? So it, it's a subtle thing, but I'm glad you picked up on it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, um, but Sauron's entire, um, entire purpose was to take over the earth and rule it and free his boss, Morgoth, from darkness. That, that's, that's, that was his whole plan. He was... He was Starscream. He was Soundwave. He was he was number two in the ranking. Okay. okay. Um, so he was on Numenor, but if you notice in Numenor, he stuck with the Smiths. You know, he was like, no, nah, I got the anvil, I got this stuff. No, nah, I'm gonna be making this. So the rings were his his thing the whole time. He knew mm. all he had to do was tell Celebrimbor just a little bit of a thing, and he'll be like, yeah, I can <laughs> I can make it an alloy. And if it's circular, then its power will go in and feed off of itself. And Sauron's like, yes, yes, that's all I had to tell you. And then 
as soon as all nine rings to the dwarves are out there and the and the rings to the rings to the elven kings you know that was the whole thing seven seven tribes of dwarves seven rings three elven kings or three elven rulers galadriel gilgalad and celebrimbor or lothlorien linden and what would be rivendell later mm. um and nine to the kings of men who wanted power and immortality i.e he starts with numenor because men are the easiest ones to turn they got the most to lose mm. you know elves um seven dwarf lords they're kind of greedy or you know they they love hoarding stuff so give them seven rings to make them greedier so they that they can dig up my army <laughs> you know <laughs> um and yeah but you know if they can control the elves they control magic and technology mm. if he controls um if he controls the men he's got the disposable fighting force alongside with orcs and their ingenuity due to a shorter lifespan because mm. remember you know how long has it been since you came here yeah it's only been 20 years how long 20 <laughs> years how long you know, and you've got the dwarves who dig up all the natural resources. So you need steel, you need mithril, you need the gold, you need all the spell components. You know, that that's the whole thing. Not to mention the dragons and the balrogs and all that stuff are underground. So wake up my actual crew, you know. Mm. So it's a good plan, you know. And keep in mind, these are things that live in what H.P. Lovecrafty um, people call deep time. You know, so a thousand years, that's like a year, <laughs> you know. Now, so. um, ZSB Lou comes through and says, I still can't believe the best telling of the second age still comes from Shadow of Mordor slash Shadow of War video games. When I think of Celebrimbor and Sauron's human form, i.e. Anatar, I picture mm -hmm. the depictions from those games. Now, I've never played those games. I never knew those games existed. So... I don't know if those are. Played. I don't. I don't know if they're canon or not. But I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure somebody online has to have them, like you know, like the cutscenes, and I can watch those. Yeah. But no, I'll I'll send you a link. Are they? My question is, is this? What, okay, so Zeus, I got a question for you. It seems like you're in the camp that doesn't like the show. What? Why don't you like the show? What it is? What is it about the show that you don't like? Because I've seen a lot of arguments online, and this might also, or a lot of arguments against the show online. And the reason I'm able that I see it differently, I think, is because you know, like I'm essentially new to it. Like I've seen the movies before. Yeah, you're coming in clean. But it's been, but you know, what I'm saying I don't have any, I don't have any like um, nostalgic tie to it. Like I've seen those movies. And now I'm rewatching them because it's been years since I've seen them. So, so you know, I mean, because I'm, it's just Lord of the Rings is it, I'm not into it like that. So I'm trying to learn Lord of the Rings kind of like I know like Star Wars. But mm -hmm. even with Star Wars, even though that's tied to my nostalgia, I don't personally get as mad as I've seen other people get. Like I'm just like, oh yeah, that movie's not cool. I'm not gonna watch it. But I don't have this like kind of like anger that i think a lot of other people see so let me know how you're feeling on that because i'm i'm interested i've seen people attack it from 
a cinematic side. I've seen people attack it from like a, a lore side. Um, now the lore, I don't know. I, all I know is what's on TV. I'm going to be honest. I don't have time to read all that stuff. Maybe if there was an audio version of all this stuff, maybe I could get through it. But I mean, for instance, even Bleach, even Bleach, um, uh, Bleach has Thousand Year War, the new anime that's mm -hmm. out. Well, guess what? I watched the first episode of that because it's starting at one. But I've never watched Bleach. That's 366 episodes of a show I have no, no idea of. So, I mean, yes, it's all available on Hulu, but when will I be able to watch 366 episodes? Even if there's Preach. a filler, even if there's a no filler list, you're still probably looking at like 200 episodes. That's a well. lot. You know what I'm saying? So, is it, is it a situation where... Is it a situation where you just don't like little changes here and there, or is it like a complete overhaul of the, I guess, the second age? Um, because what I've heard doesn't seem to be a big deal, but at the same time, you know, I'm not in it. And I guess in this case, uh, Zeus is uh, gonna comment in a second. He's commenting, I'll just wait till he's like done. But uh, I'll throw it to Solar. Like, how are you? Because I mean, you are deep, deep in the Tolkien universe. So yeah, um, yeah, how are you feeling about the show? Do you feel like it's like a complete overhaul and it's like, you know, pooping on the before times or all right, know, where so, are you at on that? All right. So um, one of the people who I think we never deserved here on YouTube, Lindsay Ellis, has a series about the Hobbit movies and she goes full. On that PhD level, again, we never deserved her, and I'm sad that she's gone. Um, she goes full in to admitting that the the Pete Jackson movies were lightning in a bottle. Okay, they um, the love of the lore, the love of the project, and the and the belief in the project that every person from Ian McCullen. All the way down to the dude filling the tables for craft services. Everybody <laughs> believed in it. And it and it comes out on screen. Those movies are bloody magnificent. Okay. And most people, especially the ones complaining, come in two flavors. One, they saw those movies when they were young. Just like with Star Wars fans, most people complaining about Star Wars are in their late 40s, early 50s, meaning they saw a new hope when they were tiny this set the bar for what they believed a genre could be and when people walk into other stuff there is a huge chunk if not at the forefront but in the back of the brain of make this make me feel like it did when i was a kid nostalgia is a hell of a flavor and if you don't believe me talk to anybody in their late 30s about any x-men cartoon after X-Men the Animated Series with the guitar riff that I, I've just mentioned a little bit and everybody can hear in their heads right now. Don't deny it. Do not deny it. Don't You're deny hearing, it. Blah, 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 <laughs> you know, whole time. X-Men is a TV show. Figure that you want to know that is a TV show. Watch it, you know, um, or and these are the same people that compare every Batman property to the 1992 animated series, you know. So there is a lot of that, all right? There's a lot of nostalgia on there. Oh, thanks, Vera. You're awesome. <laughs> um, hey, Vera, thank you, thank you. Good. I'm glad you actually you know. got to catch it too. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So there is that. And I see a lot of the complaints about this show being it's not the Pete Jackson stuff. They're not saying it outright. But when they insult the cinematography, it's a different cinematographer. They they insult like I haven't seen very many people insult the production value because the show looks amazing. Yeah. But they didn't use Weta, so it looks different. And people are complaining about it looking different. And they don't like stuff that's different. Um, I've heard people use all these different things like, well, can the actress for Galadriel show any kind of emotion in her eyes? No, because that's not the character. I dare you to watch John Wick and go back and watch anything starring Keanu Reeves in the 90s. You'll see something completely different. Okay. Um, so all of these complaints, I just... Again, I'm deep, deep, deep in the lore. Does this insult? No. People say, well, Token didn't write on write about black uh, black dwarves. Prove it. Where in any of the lore does it say how white their skin is? It doesn't, except for some of the elves and not the elves as a whole. Um, and it never said the men um, of Numenor and Arnor and Gondor and all these other places like the Southrons are, um, their skin is Caucasian as though they were from Norway. It never says anything like that. As though the they were closes, from Norway. It, as close <laughs> as he gets is the dark Numenorians um, and the Easterlings in the Southron being dark. But this is in the same context as all death is called darkness <laughs> um okay and um its version of hell is called the shadow so are they talking skin color or are they talking vibe you know and he ain't alive to say so so these people are saying you know all this all this other stuff but does it you know does it ruin the lore no it does there's too much of the lore to ruin way too much <laughs> at worst this is like getting an ink stain on one square inch of a bed sheet at the very very corner and yeah i chose that metaphor for a reason thank you um but like you know i look at this i i look it 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 feels like the world Okay, but yeah, it doesn't look like the Pete Jackson stuff. No, it was filmed in two countries instead of just New Zealand. So it's a different interpretation. Um, and it's not even claiming to be part of the Tolkien uh, of the um, New Line Cinema universe. Okay, it, it, it's it, it's not really that. But these are the same people that say not my Star Trek. These are the same people, you know, because. Um, the Discovery crew is not the is not the next generation crew. And the people who love the next generation crew right now, um, back in the day before we had social media, was talking about how Picard wouldn't stand up against Khan. You know, so th it's it's all just hate for the sake of hate, you know, right. because now, people don't want to admit that they're adults now. <laughs> Zia says, I was too distracted by the creative decision to give young Elrond Steve Harrington's hair to focus <laughs> on anything else in the show. All right, look, yes, the hair did throw me off, but I just put that on like elves always be trying to be like fashionable and like, you know, mm -hmm. always like have the cool hair. So I just threw it on that. Um, the only thing <laughs> that Bright did good. 
<laughs> and then uh then uh ZSB Lou says, I can see why people would like this show, but I just can't with it. After fighting my way through Amazon, uh breaking my heart and butchering one of my favorite fantasy books with Wheel of Time, I could not do it a second time. I dropped this at episode three and have zero regrets because everything I've heard is a complete uh I guess he broke off. But anyway, but okay, then Zeus. You shouldn't watch this, man. <laughs> Go watch something that excites you, gets you hyped. I mean, I'm, I'm, glad, you. That, I'm glad that you're here hanging with us, but I mean, if this is like breaking your soul, like you need to like, Go watch something that doesn't you break know, your soul. Or, or that, I'm going to pop in here on this. I've been trying to. Yeah, like, I've been trying to get Mike to watch. Watch things that um, make you happy. Yeah. I've been trying to get this dude to watch Game of Thrones for years, and he won't do it, and that's fine. I, I watched it. one episode of it. House of the Dragon, and I was just like, all right. I was, <laughs> I was just like, well, maybe, was it two? Was it the second one? I can't remember. The one, all right, the last episode I watched is when they bring the little girl to the, to the king, like, yo, you can marry my daughter, and the, the dude with the, with the Tyler oh, Perry wig. Yeah. So yeah. if that was the second episode, I've watched two episodes, but it's just, I was just like, I don't care. I, like, I just, I... I don't care. I'm glad other people like it, but I don't mm -hmm. care. But at the same time, I'm not watching like review shows for it. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and, and Z is, That's the Z thing. Is, this is not, this is, I just like, I want you to be like, you know, excited about, you know, excited about Something. your stuff. You know what I'm saying? And like, don't, this is going to bring you down. This is going to like, because then you're going to be like, I don't like it, but Nurso, he all happy. And, but I mean, it, you know, I, I want you to be excited. Uh, Jenna James says, uh, it's obvious, quote, it's obviously, uh, these people don't care about Tolkien, uh, what he stood for and what he wrote. They just wanted to leech off an established IP to tell a story they want to tell that would have appalled the man they desecrate. Uh, can't say I got that from what they said, but you can see, uh, and hear what you want when you're dead set on it. Um, so I guess that's kind of the energy that's coming from, at least, I've seen a couple videos about the cinema, cinematography of the show, and I'm like, it just seems like a reach in my opinion. Now, yes, I know, they're the people that they have to have their focal lengths, they have to have their depth of, uh, depth of field, they have to have their uh, specific uh, establishing shots and stuff like that, but I mean, it's not as necessary if you just tell a story that's cool. I mean, how much how much of that was being done? I mean, let's all be honest with ourselves. How much of that was being done in Pulp Fiction, which people act like is the best movie in the world? How much of that was being <laughs> quite done, a bit? How much of that was being done in Clerks? No, well, not if you want. Okay. Not if you want to be like these people with the cinematography stuff. No, it isn't. Well, now, if you want to go down the focal length route and the, and the depth of field and the establishing shots. No, it isn't. But people still like it. People still enjoy it. So I, I think, at least from the stuff that I've seen about the cinematography side, it seems like using cinematography as a way to just dump on a show that you don't like. And yeah. if you don't like the show, I'm cool. Don't like the show. There's a show this week that I saw that I'm like, I, I didn't watch the show. I was told to watch the last two episodes. I watched the last two episodes and I was like, wow. Really? This is what y'all want to <laughs> yeah. do? All right. Well, okay. 
I, but I know, don't like it. I but I'm also one. like, I'm not watching. <laughs> I'm not watching like review shows or like making shows about like how much I hate it. Now, right. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm like, y'all open up a whole nother can of worms if y'all do this, because there's been people on Twitter saying, well, like, hey, if you can do this, then why don't you just do this, you know, at the end of a certain movie to fix everything whenever you want to, and it's true. And yeah. I think it's a bad idea, but I mean, I'm gonna be honest. If I was Bob Chapek and they came into my room <laughs> and into my office and said, "This is what we're gonna do," I'd have been like, "You want to use my money for what?" But, <laughs> but it is their show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will well, leave it alone. <laughs> you know what? Um, uh, you know, you and I see absolutely eye to eye on that particular point, um, especially now. <laughs> I'm I'm a man that tries to understand everything. Okay. It's it's part of being a wizard. I'm like, all right, let me let me see all these points of views. And um, you know, I definitely get it. I I get why there's so many review shows out there because we have to chase the biggest god on YouTube, the algorithm. And oh, hate true, sells true. more than love. All right. That's true. Um, hate sells more uh, than sex. <laughs> it, it really yeah. does. A certain and hateful a sex, certain, uh, Mr. Beast. No, a certain, uh, I'm kidding. A certain I'm dignitary kidding. proved that to the world um, like about yeah. four years ago. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> seriously speaking, um, like my big thing, my big question is always, well, what did people want? I remember when Man of Steel came out and I was meh about it. Um, when I saw Man of Steel, I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. You know, but um, what I saw and OK, well, I'm not quite sure um, <laughs> where the comments are going, but I love She-Hulk. That's a different discussion. Um, <laughs> but what I when I ask people, hey, what did you want? And they're like the cartoon. I'm like, but the cartoon already exists. And it's like, well, well, I want it like more of the Christopher Reeves stuff. I'm like, then watch it again. There's like four of those movies and only two of them were good. Um, mm, you know, but again, it, it's, it, you didn't it's very like, much. You didn't like nuclear man or whatever. I negative man or whatever. Part he was. Four. I loved Superman part four, but just because I love it does not mean it's high quality. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, thing. I love hell comes to frog town, but that's not that. That is not. A, a, hell, I love Manos, the Hands of Fate. And the only thing that's ever used for in film school is don't do this. <laughs> you know? no, those are not good movies, but I love them, you know, um, and, and that's a big thing. You know, um, when I see people doing all this hate, I can see that they had something built up in their own imagination. And I'm not one of those people that go out and say, well, then go make your own because I know how hard that is. All right. I really do. But I also hear people, I got friends that are telling me, um, well, these people are asking for my money and my attention. I'm like, they're putting it out there and letting you know what's there. They're not knocking on your door going, Hey, Hey, Marvin, dude, Bro, you should have totally you, watch this. I have you heard about thing. Lord and Savior Sauron? <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. They're not like holding a gun to your head specifically. This is when a lot of my friends go off about how much they hated Captain Marvel. 
they're like, you know, and Brie Larson this and all this other stuff. I'm like, bro, it just wasn't for you. But mm. you're spending a lot of energy on something you don't like. You should go watch Ghostbusters 3. You know, you like that. You know, go go do that thing. Like, I like eating steak. So I'm not going to sit around complaining about how poorly breaded these pork chops are. I'm going to go get a steak unless I don't have <laughs> another option, in which case I shut my mouth and I'd be thankful for the pork chop I got in front yeah, of me like I did with every superhero movie I watched in the freaking 90s. The Captain Marvel, <laughs> the, the Captain Marvel was like... It was just okay. It wasn't that it was bad. I think it was, a, when they did I'm Just a Girl at the end, I was like, okay, all right, you're all the way on my nose. <laughs> I, get, I get it, this is, we get it, I, I get it. But then Captain Marvel, the moment with her and um, Captain Marvel and Nick Fury at the end when he's singing the song of the Marvelettes, I'm like, that's, that's some great chemistry right there. Can, can we scrap the movie and start over with this chemistry? Mm -hmm. I'm like, when when they're together, I actually like those two together. I really do. Mm -hmm. And the, maybe we'll get that her in, in the, the Marvel her and show. The, uh, her and the Cree guy. I was like, uh huh. I was like, he kind of wet. But her <laughs> and her and um uh, Nick Fury together. I actually liked all their scenes together. They actually work well together. And um yeah. her and Monica. No, Maria. Uh, her and Maria because Monica was a kid. But you know what I'm saying. Like at that time, I was like, yo, those are. I was like, I think. If you change the focus of this movie to different people, this movie works out. And then mm -hmm. just don't play I'm Just a Girl at the End. Please, just don't play it. I'll jump in with a couple comments, by the way, about why I think this stuff happens, right? Why, why do okay. people get negative about these things? I think there's a couple things that are happening. One is that there is social value to knowing the lore of things. Like there's social okay, value yeah. to it, right? Like, like, like there's value in Solar coming on this show and explaining to us what the lore looks like. Good point. Like there's value to that. So we we exchange with Solar and we go, dude, Solar is cool, and he brings in some knowledge, and now I feel more knowledgeable because of it. So being the the lore keeper, man, stop right? trying to make me blush. My skin is too dark for that. <laughs> no, it's true. But like, so there's a social value to like lore keeping, right? Um, okay. Now it makes it worse because back in the day when we were kids. The lore keeping, let's face it, we were all nerds. We were nerds when we were lore keeping because we weren't the jocks. We weren't out on the field. We weren't doing whatever that, you know. Um, and, now, there are some lore keepers who were also jocks. And I don't want to suggest that there weren't. Um, but so then what we see is we, we see this when we see uh, culture shift in a way. And it goes, now we have a new lore. We're going to tell new stories with some of these old things. All of a sudden, that value diminishes because if we don't, if we go, wait, mm. you just changed all the lore on me. I had, I had value, and now I don't know. I can't keep up with it anymore. I'm too old to keep up with this, this stuff. I, I can't do this anymore. Now you, I got kids. I got a job. I can't, I can't exactly. watch all this stuff. Exactly. So now <laughs> yeah. you've diminished our perceived value, right? And so that 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 to mm. us is like, oh man, like I was, I knew that stuff, and because we knew that stuff, we felt like we had somehow co-created it. So it feels like you're taking it from us. To a certain degree. Kind of back to my question of the yeah. Star Wars, like who owns Star Wars? Does Disney own Star Wars? Right. Or do the fans own Star Wars? Right. Because yeah. it is a give and take. Because I mean, yes, Disney owns the, the IP, but if nobody sees a movie, if nobody buys a toy, if nobody buys a book bag, yeah, change then it. it's kind of worthless. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the exactly. value of it comes from this kind of 
exchange of creating and consumption, but then you don't want to like overstep your, I don't know, ownership of the consumption side of the process. I don't, I don't know. I, I have to think about it. I know there's a smarter way yeah. to say what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I, I see exactly where you both are coming from. And it's like, look, I understand that level of bitterness when it comes to the lore. I don't like to say lore keeping because I'm like, the number one thing every nerd wants to do is share um, to feel relevant. Um, exactly. But we want to share on our about. terms, you yeah, know? Exactly. Um, but I guess I'm, I've just lived too much life, you know? Um, I have seen... Um, I have seen professional athletes have to pass it off. I was there when Magic Johnson passed it to Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know, and I'm still here when I see everybody trying to take it from Jordan and give it to LeBron or Kobe. <laughs> and it's like, nah, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. shots fired. Um, but uh the fact of the matter is times change, things yes. move on. Yes. And I know. Again, I, I look at a lot of stuff and I've been part of a lot of making of modern pop culture. And there comes a point, and this is every creative knows this, where you look at the thing and say, you know what? That was a good thing. I did. I, I did a good job yeah. with that. You know, I've been out of anime circles since 1999. That was when I got out. Okay. I've been out of heavy metal since about 2003. Um, and that stuff moved on. I'm not a key. <laughs> it is not like when I stop, it stops, right? It goes on. It was there before, you know, rock and roll was there before me. Hip hop wasn't because I, I, it and I came around the same time, but it's going to be here long after I'm gone, yeah. you know? And it's like, this was the part that I played, the tree that I planted and that tree dropped off some seeds and it's growing into other trees, you know? Yeah. That's called life. I don't want Elton John to be singing in the background with a bunch of freaking lions, you know, <laughs> talking about all that stuff. And I get it. No one wants to feel irrelevant, especially nerds, because yeah. nerds my age, your guys' age, we started irrelevant. Yeah. And what we like became popular. That's exactly. And it. then even when it was popular, we were still made to be irrelevant. Okay, you know, so when the popular so kids started playing, still nobody wanted to play with us. Yeah. Okay, and it's so like, check it's this. not the thing, it's people in relation to us. Yeah. And as soon as I accepted that, I was able to just move on again. Yes. I love yes. Lord of the Rings for Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, somebody in the chat was talking about Wheel of Time. I get it. I loved the Bulgariath as well, but I think about how the grownups felt in 1985 um, when Crisis of Infinite Earths rebooted the whole DC universe and how a lot of people in their mm. 20s felt five years ago with Time Runs Out and Marvel rebooting that whole universe yep. and how people felt five years ago when Breaking Bad ended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, stories come to a close, guys. It's, yep. I mean, it happens. Time moves on. It's called life. Yeah. Or as my right, great grandmother well, okay. used to tell me, keep living. <laughs> okay. So I'll, yeah. I think I can lean. I can. All right. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to, and I know we went off on a, we'll, we'll come back and then tie up and close. Um, <laughs> okay. So imagine something just like nerddom 
that's for you. Mm-hmm. And it's really only for you because everybody's like, I don't, I don't want to watch that stuff. I don't like that stuff. That stuff is stupid. Yeah. Nobody reads that. Nobody listens to that or nobody plays that music and nobody, whatever. That's stupid. That's just dumb stuff for you and nobody likes it. Now, it's popular. It's for everybody. And then in turn, they say it's not for you. And you're like, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Yep, exactly. You told Bro. me that you didn't want this. And this was only for me because I was stupid and I was like living in my mom's basement. Now you got it and you're saying it's not for me. Whoa, I made this. So I can, I guess <laughs> I can kind of, I guess I can kind of, I can yeah, see that. Uh, I, again, I, I, I get okay, the... I can see that. I can see that kind of energy. Hey. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. Hold up. I get the, Y'all, I get the we pushback. was whack like, we was whack like 10, 20 years ago. And now mm-hmm. all of a sudden, because, okay. This is not to throw a bomb into the, but I know comic book owners from across the states. Mm-hmm. And it seems like once Avengers hit, that's when all of these people were suddenly reading comics when they were younger. Right? We're not the ones I read when I was five. It's like, what, what are you talking about? Like, like, I was trying. Uh, I handed you a Benjamin. Like I, remember, <laughs> I remember there being a, uh, a, lot of, a lot of talk around the internet, around after Avengers, maybe around like the uh, kind of like Thor 2, mm. Avengers kind of time where they were yeah. like, this demographic was like, we've always been here. We've always read comic books. We've always been around. And I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, Wait, I'm not going to argue with you, but like, I mean, maybe just in Virginia. So I literally got on the phone with people that I knew that owned comic book shops in like Ohio and mm-hmm. New York and Florida. Uh, somebody that owned a comic book shop in Arizona. I was like, yo, I'm bug. I might be bugging. Like, did you see this demographic coming into your stores? Like, you know, all the time they're like, we've never seen it. Yeah, and I was like, well, no, I was those like, people bought their stuff from Seven Eleven. They didn't now, know about now, comic yes. books. Now, with yeah. that said, you know. when I was coming up, there were comic books available at Seven Eleven. There were mm-hmm. comic books available at like Kroger or Food Lion. So, could have got them there. Yeah. Honestly, you kind of, you honestly could have got them there. So. Mm-hmm. That is an argument to be made, but I just remember doing like a little bit of research, being like, man, I don't, because I remember, like, I was shunned. And I remember like drawing this stuff and like I would draw and my, mm-hmm. my art teacher would tell me that comic book art is not art. Um, uh, I remember I remember <laughs> I would read comic books and then my uh, English teacher would tell me that comic books or graphic novels is not literature. I would, like, so I remember this stuff. And mm-hmm. I remember, I remember a certain demographic not being interested in this stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just saying that because I remember now, but that's why I called around because I was like, hey, I grew up in Virginia. It can be completely different in, yep. I don't know, Kentucky or uh, completely different it in was, Oklahoma. It so, was kind of popular in the 90s um, due to the speculator boom. Okay, when the speculator uh, boom came out, yeah. I still remember, I still remember in the 90s on the bus to school listening to the radio and i heard commercials for x-men number one jim lee chris claremont x-men number yeah, I forgot because when there's money to be you made there does that you do get another but right even um, even in that case you're still talking more on the collector and the speculator side they're probably not like young kid readers 
Well, it, it's maybe. It's a, well, those speculators brought about a lot of young kid readers. You know, I mean, that okay, was all happening sure. when I was in junior high or middle school, as y'all call it now. Um, <laughs> but like, I I even understand the bitterness. I real talk, masks off, true confession. I had that bitterness in 2006 because my property had then become popular. And when I say my property, <laughs> I've said it on the show a whole lot. I like Star Wars. I love Star Trek. But at its core, I'm a Whovian. All right. Mm. Doctor mm. Who was my jam. You know, I remember waking up on Saturdays at like 7.30 a.m. to watch Doctor Who on KCET public programming. Uh, the <laughs> same channel that gave me Sesame Street, Mr. Rogers and Reading Rainbow was also showing this weird British sci-fi show about a time traveling weirdo with a terrible sense of style. Oh, huh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I'm not British, um, you know, and then in 2006 when it came out and it became popular and I'm like, I went to my friends flat out and I'm like, don't give me any of this crap. I tried showing you VHSs of Doctor Who and you were like, the effects are stupid. Um, it looks like it was done on tape. I don't want to watch it. And now you claim to be some sort of expert and you're trying to keep me out of the conversation. But then I and that was what made me realize it wasn't the property. It was the people's relationship to me. Those people didn't want me relevant okay. anyway. Yeah. You know, they came into my arena okay. and liked what I liked. They just didn't want me there. Yeah. And once once I came to terms with that, I'm like, dude, you know, that was that was just a mind blowing revelation. You know, and I'm like, no, I'm kind of insulted because when I was trying to show you guys how good this is, y'all didn't believe me. Y'all didn't even want to let me finish my sentence. Yeah. So it's like, y'all really ain't my friends. And then once I got that, I was able to move on <laughs> and make good friends that actually trust my taste in things and, and, and like that stuff. Um, and, and that's that's the whole thing. So this fighting for relevance of I liked it before you did. How come yeah. you're treating me like crap comes down to the fact that mm. they were going to treat you like crap anyway. <laughs> they were treating <laughs> you like crap. They were already treating you like crap. You might not have noticed it, yeah. you know, um, and that's and again, like I'm the old man now like um now with my new work schedule which is all day every day and half the night um the thing i actually enjoy watching on youtube outside of this channel the most are reaction videos you know i love watching black people in their early 20s listen to and enjoy the heavy metal that i got into fights over liking because people thought i was worshiping satan <laughs> and I like them reacting to the movies that I grew up watching, feeling the same stuff that I feel, you know, um, that's my way of feeling relevant and not alone, you know, like, and, and that's just the thing. I'm like, no, let the new people like what you like, because most of the people that are reacting with hostility are the same people 
like from those old milk commercials in the 80s. Oh, you know what? I'm playing D&D right now and you don't think I'm stupid, but or you think I'm stupid, but I'm drinking milk. And then one day, a bunch of voice <laughs> actors who are all good looking and do like dirty content will be playing D&D <laughs> and you'll want that. And I'll look at you and go, what's a 30-sided die? And you won't know. And that's when I'll have my revenge. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care. Oh, boy. <laughs> I did all that stuff because the people that like it now outnumber the people that made fun of me when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the big thing. It's like now I'm in and I'm not just in because of my lore, but I'm actually now a big shot because of my my freaking experience and the longevity. Yeah. You know. I'm not in with the same groups I was in when I was like 18 or 19 because they had been there longer because they grew up white middle class with access to money and the stores that sold this stuff. Mm -hmm. But that don't matter. <laughs> that don't matter now. Yeah. Because now everybody's got I have access. all the money to be able to buy all the video games I want and no time to play them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Um, but, you know, I mean. Uh, my kid is 23 years old, and the number one thing that we talk about is the D&D &D game that they run. And I'm able to give them tips and tricks that I used back in second edition and talk about the fantasy novels or the um, um, all, all of the books that I read from Edgar Allan Poe or Voltaire or Candide or any of that stuff that I was doing to put into their D&D &D games. And they're like, you know, you're pretty cool. And I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> <I know> that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's you know, cool. and yeah, so I was lost to my generation, much like most nerds, you know, but fact is, um, one nerds, nerds run the world, although rich people rule it, but nerds run it, you know, and as time goes on, you know, when I was growing up, it was about Thomas Jefferson. But as an adult, people are looking at Nikolai Tesla. You know, it was about Steve Jobs. But then there's everybody else talking about, yeah, Jobs wouldn't have been anywhere without Wozniak. You know, the the people who do the work um, and the ones who love the lore are the ones that actually get the clout, not just the popular kids. And I know it doesn't seem like that because YouTube is essentially let's monetize being the, the popular kid. <laughs> and, um, you and I know, gotta, I got to um, I got to bounce in just a minute here because I got another appointment at, um, I guess, your time too. top the hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but really quick, I just want to throw this out there, too. I do think that there's one other thing that happens as the decades pass by, and that is cult culture, the view of the view of something changes. Right. And mm -hmm. one thing that's very impactful to me is that uh, I consider myself a Christ follower. Tolkien was Catholic. Mm -hmm. One of the things that he cared deeply for, and you see it in Lord of the Rings most especially, is the you catastrophe. The fact mm -hmm. that Frodo was going to go through the hero's journey, but at the end of it, he could not fulfill the hero's journey because he was only, quote unquote, human just like yes. us. He could not be perfect. And I, so I think that like, for those of us who resonate with something about the original work that was like deeply impactful to our spiritual being mm -hmm. that when someone else comes on board, they're going to have a different spiritual perspective and they're going to showcase different spiritual perspectives in the thing. So Thank I think you. that's another <clears throat> thing too, that, that comes out was like, I can't have the expectation 
that it's going to be like mind blowing to my spirituality when I watch Rings of Power, right? So it's mm-hmm. another yeah. angle. It's like the, like the things are going to change, perspectives are going to change, and and I should watch it so that I can see what other perspectives are, maybe learn from those, or. Mm-hmm. Be able to have a conversation where I go, hey, did you know in Lord of the Rings they do it differently? And here's what's cool about that from my perspective. So I like those kind of discussions. So yeah. uh, but we I need think, to talk a Solar- lot more because there's a lot of divine intervention. And, Ooh, and, nice. and you know, I mean, seriously, Frodo getting to there yeah. was God's plan to exactly. get the ring to where it, and either way, that ring was going in. Exactly. Either Frodo was going to fall, Gollum was going to fall, some it was going to drop and and roll the wrong way That's because exactly right. God works in mysterious ways. Oh, you mean and roll the devil like that is up close. You mean you roll know? like that apple rolled all the way from Gandalf to like, yeah. I was like I was like that's yeah. the rollingest apple. <laughs> I'll throw it to uh, Jay real quick. What do you yeah. want from season two, and where can they find you? Cool. And then I'm going to bounce real quick. So okay, uh, what do I want from season two? You know what? I want the Balrog. So I was like you, man. I want to see that Balrog. <laughs> so I got to get the Balrog in season two. I, I definitely want to follow the uh, uh, Bronwyn. Is it Bronwyn? The mm-hmm. Mayor yes. Lady story and Mayor Lady. The, yeah, the Mayor Lady story and the Aaron Deer story. I want to follow those for sure. And I want to see more. So I think cute. Solar's point about Galadriel's growth was was great. I want to see more of her growth. That that she's headed down oh. a good path. Um, if you give me more of those things, maybe sprinkle in some a little bit more of the lore. I'm going to be a happy person. So with that, I'm going to take off. It was great to talk to you guys today. Love and rings of power. I'll be around. And see him on the story geeks and all that good stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Always on the story geeks. Take it easy, guys. All right. See you. All right, man. Always a pleasure. All right. So, um, so not not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. <laughs> so uh what do you want to see from season two <laughs> say uh, season, two. season two season two. Two, yeah, two from yeah from season two and um, where and where do you dwarves. where where can they find you uh, i want more dwarves in season two i want to see more of moria um i um since this show is essentially about the fall of everything they're showing up i want to see the fall of linden or the Ooh. setup to the fall of linden I want to see um I want to see the Balrog but more to the point I want to see the battle that took down you know I I want to see Duran writing the they are coming book um and I definitely definitely want to see more of Numenor I want to see I want to see on screen what made them so great cuz so far what we've seen okay. on the show is the thing that makes them great is they're pretty good with tools and they can take a shower. And I want to see a little bit more than that. <laughs> you know, I like the cool. juxtaposition between the regular humans and the Numenorians, but I want to see more of that. I, I want to see what makes these, these humans so much better than all the other humans in middle earth. Okay. okay. Um, and with that, I would normally say um, you can find me Monday through Friday at 3 PM on Twitch, but um, back in the deck productions is on a little bit of a hiatus right now while I'm working this job and fixing a bunch of funding problems, but you can always check out the archive over on the YouTube channel. Um, uh, just look for solar gray on YouTube. You can also, um, fu- check out what's left the archive on Twitch. And, and of course this is big. 
Um, you can get some of the earliest stuff over at soundcloud.com slash BID underscore P. So, yeah, uh, we out there, we're over there, especially if you want to hear how things have evolved over time. Uh, a lot okay, of YouTubers okay. and stuff are like, well, my early stuff was trash. Of course it was trash. <laughs> you knew you, you know, you were learning YouTube and SoundCloud oh, and all that stuff. They yes. were different platforms. Yeah. Something, so, something about, something about it isn't something that you like now. That's the good thing. Like you, yeah. Like, um, as someone who hasn't picked up a pencil in a long time, when you get back to drawing, it's going to be bad. Just draw, mm -hmm. draw every day. It, it depends on what you want your, your profession to be, but draw every day. And then mm -hmm. six months out, a year out, look at those first drawings when you first, and you're like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah. I do feet better now. Or I finally got back into the, into the, you know, the hang of drawing hands or whatever, no matter yeah. what it is, the, the beginning version is not going to be great. Even if like, say, if you're talking about YouTube, your video quality might not be great. Like you might still be kind of like the same person, but your video quality might be. Or maybe when YouTube started, it was 360p. Now look at oh, us. Oh yeah, it was it was cat <laughs> videos and like mm -hmm. a lot Pandas of prank falling videos. Down. Oh, Pandas but I mean, falling down. according yeah. according to uh, Atlanta, you know, Soldier Boy pretty much made YouTube. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but um, uh, what I want from season two, I want to see Adar. And Saturn, <laughs> they got we because he was saying, like, hey, he tried to like take my creations or whatever, and I had to kill him. So it's like, I right, apparently you didn't kill him. So either A, you thought you killed him, B, you lied, or C, you still have an axe to grind. And I want that worked out because if you have, I an think axe it's B grind, and C, yeah, because if you have an axe to grind, that means that's, that's another fight scene for me now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to see. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I want to see the queen and, and rustic man. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got nobody. She ain't got nobody. She up in that castle all lonely. You know what I'm saying? Rustic man? Uh, uh, Isidore, Isidore's dad. Oh, uh, Ellendale. Oh, <laughs> Ellendale. Yeah, rustic man. Yeah. Wait, wait. Wait. He's sitting in his house lonely. You just call you him Dill. in your yeah. house lonely? Yeah. Now, I know people going to be like, oh, you just can't put everybody. Wait, look, you only live once. I what you waste what you wasting all this time for? Alright? And plus y'all live longer. You want to live longer alone? Or when you want to live long with somebody you can hold their hand? You know, walk through life with together. You know what Honestly, I Honestly, mean? they're Come a good match. Now. They're always working. Boom. <laughs> there you go. You got the Navy man and you got the Queen Lady. Boom. Put it together. Now uh, so that's what I want. Uh and more Aaron Deer styles of just fight scenes where it's Sometimes huge orcs, sometimes him like sniping other orcs. That fight scene, I loved a lot. I want to see, I want to see some more fight scenes from him and see where he goes. Uh, because when compared to Galadriel, it seemed like I guess he's like lower than she is because he bowed to her every time she came through. Mm -hmm. So maybe you know, see him progress, grow, or whatever. Or he might just be like, hey, I'm gonna kick it here with Man Lady, I'm gonna kick it with Bronwyn. You know, get my love on, have little elf babies. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just, I don't oh. know. But I would like to see some more fighting styles and some cool, you know, you know, orc blood and stuff, all that. You know, um, given so the nature of his armor, he probably ends up um, being a high-ranking official in the Greenwood, which later turns into Mirkwood. Yeah, they all it does look similar to the, uh, the chest plate stuff that they had on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, okay, okay. So, 
Good point. So yeah, and right, that so, being the case, I want to see some more of the Greenwood Elves, you know, because that's where Legolas yeah. and Thranduil come from, and they're haughty and all that stuff, but they're not about. They're not just about the big towers and stuff. They're out, you know, running around dressed in green and Thranduil. stuff. Like, I know. I know. Thranduil is a jerk. <laughs> um, he, yeah, he was, like, he, he was, he was like, "Help us, man!" He was like, Psh. but yeah. then. But then later on, he's like, look at my face. I'm like, well, if you would have told my daddy this a long time ago, we might have been all right. But yeah, but he's you. like, I don't got to just justify myself to you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, but now yeah. you've created a problem for everybody. Like you, like just like Elrond, like don't, yeah. don't get me started on, on elves thinking they sweet and they're messing up stuff in history. It's like, yeah, no, you know what? No. I'm not going to throw this in the, in the lava. Yo, he's right here. Just push him over, man. You an elf, right? You know, Just use your cool skills and push him over there. Then you, you say know, that there, you messed there it up. Is, it's your fault, Elrond. It's your fault. There is a big school of thought on that, but that's for a different show. You were right there. <laughs> but anyway, um, N-E-R-D, S-O-U-L, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, podcast, all that jazz. We got a lot of gaming content. Oh, grab the uh, freestyle comic stuff. Yeah, that will... Uh, um, uh, we got freestyle comics. Uh, this stuff from Kickstarter came in yesterday. Yeah, boom, mm -hmm. boom. Yeah, we got it. We're gonna be reviewing this right here, uh, and right here, uh, and also right here. So we nice. got we got some new comics from Kickstarter uh, oh. from uh, Freestyle Comics. Shout out to Mike Watson and the whole team. They're awesome. Freestyle uh, FSK Day, all that good stuff. We're gonna be reviewing these. When I got a chance to read them, hopefully sometime this week, but there's tons and of I stuff. And I can have them. Yeah, yes, and, yeah. and he can have them after I read them. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, <laughs> yes. and for those people out in Southern <laughs> California, Decker Day Part 2. Uh, um, when, when on November 12th. November 12th. November 12th. So, yes. um, Bono's Pizzeria in Long Beach, California. The food is kicking. The venue is great. And this one, we're going to have a free comic table. <laughs> so Ooh, come on down. Nice, yeah. nice. So yeah, guys, so. we're gonna leave y'all with some dope comics, some dope hey, beats, and say bye. And hip hop and geek. Hip hop and geek. Yeah. I say Alright, now go go on good. Are you gonna do it with me? All right, so like go ahead, go ahead and do it. All right. Nope, nope, nope. Alright, this is the real one. This is the real one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, thanks guys. Thanks for coming through. Hey. <laughs>